You are listening to the Atlanta Real Estate Forum Radio Show, Around Atlanta Edition. Showcasing the best of Metro Atlanta, our communities, the attractions, and the special events that make Atlanta great. Welcome to our virtual town square. And now, here are today's hosts. Good morning, and welcome back to the Around Atlanta edition. I'm your host, Carol Morgan, joined by my friend and co-host, Todd Schnick. But first, we would like to kick it off by thanking our show sponsor, New American Funding. They are sponsoring our 2021 shows, and it is our 11th year on air. So we are very pleased to be partnered with them. Kind of crazy to believe it's been 11 years, Todd. 11 years. I look like my grandfather. You look exactly the same. Ah, ha, ha. No, you do not look like your grandfather. You look like you. So I'm excited about this conversation. I've yet again found another of Atlanta's secrets that we haven't talked about on air. So I would like to welcome Darlene McLinden. She's president and CEO of the Museum of Aviation Foundation, and she is going to tell us all about the museum, which I cannot wait to hear about. But first, um, Darlene, take a minute and tell us about yourself. Thank you so much for having me. I moved to the middle Georgia area back in 1987 when I came in as a radar approach controller with the FAA. So it was kind of like full circle that I ended back here, pretty much exactly where I started. I I did take some time and I worked in the Chamber of Commerce industry for about nine years, fell in love with community development. And then in 2019, I was asked to take the leadership of the foundation here at the Museum of Aviation, and and it certainly has been a challenging year and a half, as we all know, but certainly excited to be here and and the future that we have. No doubt about it. Uh, Probably one of the coolest jobs in Metro Atlanta, I'll tell you that. So Darlene, uh, so the Museum of Aviation Foundation and the museum itself, kind of give us the overview for those that are not familiar with with, uh, what you guys are out there doing, what your mission and purpose is. The Museum of Aviation is actually part of the Field Museum Program of the United States Air Force Heritage Program. So along with exhibits and the history that we try to share with our visitors, we also have education programs that we have to meet and some of those requirements. We are located just south of the main entrance to Robbins Air Force Base in Warner Robins, Georgia. We have over 50 acres in our campus. We have indoor and outdoor exhibits. The Museum of Aviation here is the second largest Air Force museum in the United States. And pre-pandemic, we were the fourth most visited um, military museum in the United States. Wow. It's exciting. In 2019, we saw over... 600,000 visitors, students, teachers. It was very exciting year. And we know that we can get back to those numbers when the world gets back to whatever normal will be. (laughs) Whatever it will be. I'm sure you're going to be back to those numbers. Well, tell us a little bit about what we can expect to see when we visit. There's a lot. Let me just go ahead and say that. First and foremost, admission to the museum is free. Now, we do have some programs that has that have a charge, or we do have some activities. And of course, our gift shop isn't free. <laughs> we want people to come see the heritage of the United States Air Force, see the heritage of our area here. But to do that, to tell our story, we have four main hangars. 
And some of them are kind of era specific with the other two being more general breadth in the exhibits and the years that we cover. We have our main building. When you first come in the property, you're going to see this large B-1 bomber sitting out front. And there's a circle driveway around it. And it is quite impressive. Behind that is our Eagle building. Inside the Eagle building, you're going to find a rotunda, which houses an F-15 that you can kind of get up and close personal views of it. Some of the sections showing some of the um, electronics have been opened up for people to view. Obviously, everything has to pass through the military approval for what can still be put on exhibit. But in the Eagle Building, we also highlight one of our local heroes born in Macon, Georgia, was General Robert Scott. And we have his P-40 plane with the shark mouth drawn on it. Uh. All the kids. Yes, you've got to come see it. All of the kids and the students and the parents, everyone loves seeing that plane and what it means. We have an exhibit that's part of a sample of what the Great Wall in China would look like. Now, it's not part of the real. It's not brought over, obviously, but it is made to look like that. That guests can kind of walk up and and the journey of General Scott, which was included in his book, God is My Co-Pilot. Also, inside that building, we have an amazing birthday room, especially for younger students and younger visitors. It has a C-130 cut out that they actually get to go in and they get to sit and strap themselves like into some of the how our troops were transported as well. So that's very exciting. We have a building called the Neuterin Hangar, which tells the Vietnam era story, which is obviously a very sensitive and traumatic story for our country, no doubt. But it's something that definitely deserves for us to always remember and never forget. On campus, we have a POW MIA monument memorial, again, so that we never forget. Our largest hangar sits at the back of the property. It is called the Century of Flight hangar. In it, and one of our biggest draws, is the SR-71 that holds the world speed record. We have the actual plane on display here, and that's always very exciting for our guests to see. We have a global hall on display, which is um, moving into the unmanned aircraft era and surveillance. And so that's another big draw that we have in the Century of Flight. Also, on the second floor of the Century of Flight, we have we house the Georgia Aviation Hall of Fame. And that tells a very specific story of how leaders in our state change the world of aviation for professional, for military, for private. I mean, it's it's extremely interesting to see all of the honorees that have been inducted to the Georgia Aviation Hall of Fame. And, and I always encourage people to visit that portion and see these leaders in our state. And obviously, if they were leading in our state, they were leading our nation as well. Then our last hangar, our fourth hangar, uh, we entitled the Scott Hangar in honor of General Scott. And that hangar focuses on the World War II story. And that's a beautiful hangar. I mean, to me, it's one of the most impressive 
and it houses a walkthrough exhibit honoring the Tuskegee Airmen, which is a vital story to our nation's history. It also houses an exhibit that is kind of interactive that honors the 507th Airborne and their story in World War II and stories about gliders and how they were used and the paratroopers. And the most highlight part of the Scott Hanger is a beautiful B-17, which is currently being restored. And visitors can even talk to some of the volunteers that are working on that plane. And it's a great example of how much volunteer work it takes here at the museum to manage our exhibits, restore our exhibits. And actually, you'll see in the entrance to every one of these hangars, a volunteer in a red vest, and they will meet and greet you. And we just could not do our work here without our wonderful volunteers. Well, no doubt about that. I mean, two things. One, Carol, how in the heck have we not seen this? I mean, good Lord, what an amazing place. Two, uh, I'm so glad we're talking about it and expose more people to what this is all about. Uh, and I'm into this kind of stuff. I mean, I, you know, I, there, there's something magical about going to uh, an aviation museum and they're, they're all over the country. And, and, you know, I, you go to the air and space museum in Washington. And, you know, when I see the glamorous Glenis hanging above me, which is what Chuck Yeager rode to break the sound barrier, you here in Chicago, where I am, you go to the uh, museum of science industry and you have the Apollo eight space capsule up there, which is where they took the photograph, uh, you know, the famous Earthrise photograph. I mean, that when you, t- when you can see and touch and feel history like that, it's so magical and so powerful. So it really sounds like an amazing place, Darlene. Thank you for walking us through um, all the hangars and all the, you know, and I, and I, as a historian, I also appreciate the references to Vietnam and the Tuskegee mm-hmm. Airmen and all that. I mean, that's so powerful and important as well. The, the heritage that you guys promote of our, of our country is one thing. But you're also got an eye on the future, too. I mean, so you have this National STEM Academy. And so to foster our future aviation and flight and science and and all that. So talk about what that's all about and and where that's headed. Yes, our STEM Academy, and it is the National STEM Academy. And I, I sometimes get asked, why is it called national? Well, we truly do serve students all across the nation and, in fact, During the pandemic, when we had to move everything to virtual, we received quests internationally to produce virtual tours of our exhibits, virtual field trips for school students, homeschool students. And again, I mentioned at one of the earlier points I made that as a field museum in the U.S. Air Force Heritage Program, we are required to have an educational platform. And through the STEM Academy, we meet those requirements and we encourage young minds into future STEM careers. And we like to say that we are organic at the very beginning of the workforce development pipeline here in our community and in our area. The STEM Academy, they also produce like Saturday STEM days. They produce our summer STEM camps. And they also work with our teachers, not just students, it's teachers, it's homeschools, it's um, Boy Scout groups. They can facilitate a private um, guided walking tour here at the museum. That staff 
We'll do that for our family, like I say, a Boy Scouts group, any group that wants to come. We're very excited of where we can move forward with our STEM Academy. We've recently done some major upgrades in a portion of that called Mission Quest, where you can bring your group, you can bring a corporate group. We can put you through a mission planning. You plan your mission, you have your objectives. And then you get into cockpit simulators and you fly those missions. Oh, with your team. oh I'm <laughs> coming. <laughs> and that's open. I mean, that can be done for even a family. It works best if you have at least six to ten people, but it can it can accommodate over twenty to do a mission. So that's fantastic. Really cool. that's yeah, neat. y'all get down here. We'll make sure you get to see what that. A great Next team year. building. Yeah, no kidding. Wow. So you've got things for these young at heart like Todd and then for, you know, us older folks as well. And, you know, <laughs> and serious I, people, right? Yeah, and serious people. You know, and I love the STEM programs. It's so important for us to, you know, educate our kids and get them enthused and excited about careers and, you know, science and technology. And there's just so many opportunities out there that they might not know about. Well, and I'll, might not I'll, have get heard politi- about. I'll get political for a quick second. I mean, as we record this, we're just a few days past uh, hearing about china launching a hypersonic rocket uh, so i mean it's it's critical that right we foster our students and mm-hmm. our children and then be passionate about that kind of work because it's it matters so yeah anyway. we need to inspire them to be rocket scientists for sure right absolutely yeah. absolutely our, our future workforce depends on it but also one thing that inspires everybody here teachers myself alike we're changing the trajectory of some families generational mm-hmm. uh, with some of the students that we serve. That is so exciting. Oh, so- absolutely. Yeah, no doubt. Are you ready to own a home but don't know where to start? Speak to a local expert at New American Funding. Get pre-qualified and start looking for your dream home. They make home buying easy and convenient with a variety of home loan options. New American Funding is devoted to helping families finance their home because they want everyone to achieve the American dream, home ownership. New American Funding's technology is what sets them apart, whether connecting with your home loan professional in person, online, or through the app, they are there to answer any questions. Call today to get pre-qualified. For more information, call 678-898-3540. That's 678-898-3540. Let's dive in and take a look at some of your upcoming exhibits. What's coming in? Absolutely. In tandem with the military side of the house, the, the military side of the house is in charge of curating our exhibits and maintaining them. Uh, Robbins Air Force Base, Warner Robbins Air Logistics Complex is celebrating, just celebrated its 80th birthday. So all year long in 2022 through that September, there'll be different exhibits that will come on board in, in honor of that celebration. So some of those are still in the planning. Your listeners can certainly follow our Facebook page and our website, museumofaviation.org, for opening dates and information on those. The curation team also has several planes that are getting newly painted, and um, some will be brought inside once that paint project is done. But that also includes a C-45 expediter 
which was a World War II fighter plane. Interesting story about this plane. There was a crash here at Robbins Air Force Base back in 1947. And one of the upcoming projects on their docket is an exhibit to talk about that occurrence that happened here in Robbins Air Force Base, again, back in 1947. So that's some of the things we can look forward to exhibit-wise coming up in the next 12 months or so. Very, very cool. You have a half marathon coming up. I suspect that's part of a process to raise some funds to support all of this amazing work. That is true. That is. It is one of our major fundraisers. We have about four major fundraisers throughout the year. And and this is, we kick the year off. You know, everybody's got all their um, New Year's resolutions by this time. And of course, if you want to run a half or a full marathon, you better have already made that resolution earlier for sure. It is scheduled for Saturday, July the 15th. It starts, it kicks off here at the Museum of Aviation. And obviously the finish line is here at the museum. But the course takes you through the back gate of the museum and onto the actual Air Force Base. So a lot of people come just for that opportunity. We always have very, very cool medals. You know, I've always heard that people will run or do a motorcycle ride for a T-shirt. We change from our T-shirts to medals. And let me tell you, they just love those because it's always very commemorative of either a particular plane or a particular year. But it also includes not just the half marathon. There's a 5K opportunity. There's a full marathon. And one thing that we're very excited about, and it continues to grow, about four years ago, we added a para-athlete division. And that is very much in partnership guidance. We consult a lot with Paralyzed Veterans of America, PVA out of Washington. And we look to make sure that we're allowing everybody the opportunity to participate. And a lot of our para-athletes are veterans. So it gives them the opportunity to be here, take part in a setting that obviously if they're a veteran, an Air Force base means a lot to them. So we're excited to see that portion of that event grow. Yeah, very exciting. What a fun event. I love the um, idea of the medals and how they change every year to depict a different thing. Well, I'm sure that this is just one of the many ways you raise money. Talk a little bit about sponsorships and memberships and ways people can participate and help you to bring in those much-needed funds. Well, thank you. Your listeners can follow us at our website, museumofaviation.org. We have contribution donation links on that website. Our event signups are on that website. And even if you just purchase a ticket, obviously, that helps support our events and the funds that we need to continue our education programs. The foundation loves the opportunity we have to market the Museum of Aviation. We are the large funding source to extend and grow the exhibits for the military side of the house. We get the privilege to ask for dollars. We currently are in the middle of our annual fund um, mailing and solicitation for support. But one of the things we're excited about, last year, we opened up a new program called Friends of the Museum. It is a membership program with levels beginning at $30 up to $1,000, depending on how 
much somebody wants to be engaged or support. And that includes some different membership benefits at those different levels. And I would certainly encourage anyone that is interested in that to, again, go to our website, follow us on Facebook. We're on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, TikTok, Instagram. Just look for Museum of Aviation. And the foundation runs all of those platforms on behalf of the actual property. So if there's an event, if there's corporate interest in your listeners, we certainly can offer opportunities to support our education programs, to support our general events. And again, through our marathon, there's a lot of growing interest in how we can support veteran initiatives and and allow them to come and be part of of the marathon. There's some support opportunity there as well. It's not inexpensive to operate a place like that. You got these planes to keep them, you know, to maintain them. And some of these planes are 80 plus years old, right? I mean, so you got to maintain those. And and so Mm -hmm. I know how important that, that financial support is. And I love the opportunities you have for volunteers as well. I suspect that if someone's interested in volunteering in all the different ways that you do that, they can learn about that through the website as well. They can, they certainly can. And they can always call, come by and visit. We'd love to walk them through and show them the different opportunities. And even if they don't live local to do uh, volunteer work on a a regular weekly basis, for our big events, we need volunteers. So I promise there's an opportunity we can plug them in and find a way for them to serve all across the platforms. I have no doubt. And as well as the STEM Academy, is that where they go to learn information about that? That is correct. Yes, that is a program of the foundation. And again, I said on our website as well, they can see our upcoming events. We've got some real good stuff coming on toward the end of this year and the beginning of next year, and and they can get all that information on our website. And one last time, what is that website again? Museumofaviation.org. Darlene McClendon, President and CEO of the Museum of Aviation Foundation. Darlene, great to have you. Thanks for carving out some time to join us and appreciate you guys bringing all that magic to the world. Thank you for everything you guys are doing. Thank you for having me. I really enjoyed it. Pleasure is ours, and so did we. All right. Well, that wraps this week's Around Atlanta edition. On behalf of our show sponsor, New American Funding, my co-host, Carol Morgan, I am Todd Schnick. That is all the time that we have for today. Thank you for tuning in and listening. And we'll look forward to seeing you again right here next week. We'll see you then. Atlanta Real Estate Forum Radio is sponsored by New American Funding and made possible by Denim Marketing, the publisher of Atlanta Real Estate Forum, Atlanta's favorite source for real estate and home building news. Denim Marketing is a comfortable fit, like your favorite pair of jeans. Denim Marketing tailors marketing strategies to meet your specific needs and niche. Try them on for size. They will work to create a perfect fit for your company's marketing program. Call them at 770-383-3360 or send an email to info at denimmarketing.com. For more information on Atlanta Real Estate Forum Radio or to inquire about being a guest, contact info at atlantarealestateforum.com. Check out the radio show by visiting atlantarealestateforum.com or by listening to the show on your favorite podcast app. And if you enjoyed today's broadcast, we'd sure appreciate a rating and review on iTunes. 
Thank you again for listening, and we'll see you next time on Atlanta Real Estate Forum Radio.